Um, I, I forgot how to do this. Like, I don't, re I don't remember how to do it. This is so weird. Oh my gosh. I'm, okay. I need to start over. I need to calm down because, okay, if you're new here, I'm not always this sporadic, but I just, I haven't done a podcast in so long that it, it like feels weird to, to be here right now. Like, I don't know. Okay. Rewind. Let me explain. So, hi, my name is Abby Murphy and you are on the That's Life podcast where we go through the transitions of life through a Christian lens, navigating the ups and downs of life, everything that it'll throw at you and doing that with a Christian mindset, a happy heart, and thank you, and the end. Now that you know why you're here, welcome. I am so glad that you're here. You did not stumble across this podcast just because you were meant to be here, and I pray that you stay, and I hope that you get a good nugget out of today's uh, podcast, but for an update, uh, if you're new here, hi, welcome. If you're old here, I missed you, my body people, which is something that I picked up from my mom when, when I was listening to the podcast uh, episodes while I was in Hawaii. So that is why I'm so sporadic right now is because I just got back uh, a week ago today. I was flying back actually. Yeah, a week ago today I was flying um, back from Oahu, Hawaii. I was with my school, Belmont University, on a study abroad trip, and it was amazing, and I learned so much, and I, I've never gone abroad, like, I've never gone out of the country before, but I felt like I was out of the country, and honestly, like, I'll dive really, really deep into it, but the culture is so different in Hawaii, like, I can see just so many, like, so much, I, I learned so much there, and I definitely experienced culture shock and so many things that I've never experienced before. But we're going to dive into all of that. I'm so excited to talk about it with you guys today. Um, this is going to be more of like a speaky podcast, story time kind of podcast. Um, majority of the time, there will be like a set topic to talk about. Uh, we start with the word and then we'll go from there. So if you're here for um, some good like Jesus word filling pick me up. I'm in a deep place. Need this. I encourage you to go to one of my other podcasts. However, there will be good Jesus nuggets in this one as well. Like, don't think I'm just here to talk, but I really do want to truly give you guys like an update on my trip to Hawaii since I was gone for like four to five weeks and y'all listened to That's the Rinse, which by the way, they did amazing. They, it was awesome. I loved it. And it was like, I got a little like note or like letter from my parents every week just walking on the beaches of Hawaii like just sitting there listening to my parents minister and talk to all of the for lifers it was just really cool and I felt like I got like a little warm hug from them and the Fridays were my favorite days on the islands just because um I got to listen to the podcast it was awesome but uh yeah so I'm just gonna talk today I don't really have anything planned out I have my phone here with my camera roll pulled up because I want to not forget anything and talk about everything and everything I've learned and uh I don't want to come off self-centered and like this is me and this is what I did and this is what I did but I mean it kind of is going to be like that just because like I did go on the trip and for all of my friends listening talking about the trip I'm so happy that I got to meet all of you um I only knew one person on the trip uh and her name's Anna Dudley if you're listening fellow MT major, um, but everyone else was new, so it was like 25-ish people, 28, something like that, uh, didn't know anybody, and so it was hard to navigate, like, going through everything, not only with, like, not knowing anybody, but now in a completely different place that doesn't even feel like it's part of the mainland, as they call it, so, um, yeah, just lots to navigate, lots to learn, and I'm going to share it all with you guys now, um, and also some cool Jesus moments that I encountered along the way. So with that being said, what we do here is we always open up in prayer. I'll do a little life update, but since this whole podcast is going to be a life update, I'm going to start with prayer. So if you would bow your heads with me wherever you are, uh, if you're driving, don't bow your head, don't close your eyes, just, just keep driving. Uh, Jesus knows your heart. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day and thank you for the opportunity to allow me to come back into the podcast with smooth technology uh, 
allowing me to be able to do this quickly and efficiently. Uh, Lord, I pray that these next few minutes touch someone, maybe inspire someone to travel. Uh, and I thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to do it and uh, parents to allow me to do this, parents to take over the podcast and for faithful people, faithful friends and an amazing trip. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. So let's get down to business. I feel weird because I feel like life was so normal once I got into routine in Hawaii and now coming back everything feels normal. So it's kind of like, like I feel like I was in Hawaii yesterday, but I also feel like I was in Hawaii like last year. Like it's weird. Like time just feels so different there. That's, that's, well, it's just, I don't even know where to start. So let's just go over like the initial arriving there. So it's 10 hours of traveling plus like layovers and stuff with the plane. So getting there took about 12 to 15 hours. Um, and I didn't know anybody and getting there, I was like, I was really nervous. And you know, when you have like those nervous jitters of just like, like, you know who you are and you know your personality and you know these traits that like make you special. But when you get in front of all new people for the first time, you're kind of like, how do I present myself? You know what I mean? And like, I want people, what I want people to know about me is that I am a strong Christian. Like when I leave this earth, I want people to first think of me as a Christian first and then, you know, everything else follows. But it's kind of hard when you're meeting so many new people to just like, you're not going to go up to someone and be like, hi, I'm a Christian and I love Jesus. And here's what I believe. Oh yeah. My name's Abby. And I, you know what I mean? Like we just say, hi, I'm Abby. How are you today? Blah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, so it was just kind of tricky to like reintroduce myself to a huge group of people again. Cause I just did it freshman year to like literally, you know, everyone that you meet at school. So it's just kind of like, oh, okay, we have to go through this again. Like, you know, but it honestly really wasn't bad. And, and it, like, it was really early in the morning, which kind of helped because I think everyone was uh, less heightened with energy. So it was like more chill just to like get to know everyone on a chiller level, but it was cool. And I, uh, immediately made a really, really great Jesus friend. I call her a Jesus friend because that's what we bonded over was our faith. And so we were kind of sitting there talking and we were on the eight hour plane ride together. So we were literally sitting there for eight hours. So we got to know each other really well, but we just started talking about faith and about, you know, finding finding churches in Hawaii and staying grounded and knowing that like we're gonna want to do all these things but we want to stay grounded in our faith and even talking about like previous years in uh college and just navigating how to remain faithful in your morals and uh sticking to what you believe with all of these out- outside influences and it was just a really great conversation and it gave me a lot of hope for uh going to Hawaii and and because I really came into this wanting to come out of it closer to Jesus. Um, and I think I did, but not in the way that I was expecting, you know, I feel like so often, like we think, oh, my world's just going to be changed and this is how it's going to happen. You know, like we're human. We like to have a plan and we want to plan out everything and it never goes according to that plan because it's not our plan. It's God's plan and God's plan yeah, as Drake once said. Um, but anyways, yeah, it didn't turn out like that. Um, and for good reason, because I learned a lot on this trip. So we got, we got to Hawaii and the air is just so like fresh. I don't even know how to describe it. Like you just, you get off the plane and it's just fresh and it's not hot, but it's not cold and it's not like it's warm. It's not too humid. I mean, it's kind of humid, but like you know, it's Hawaii, so you don't really pay attention to the humidity. Um, and then they give us lays and take our pictures and whatever. And we get on the bus. So we get on the bus and we're driving and I'm looking around and I'm like, where am I? And not, I don't want it to come off like in a rude way, but I was just so shocked at, whoa, this is not, this is not what I thought it was because I was picturing like, beaches everywhere you know like just I, I mean I don't I didn't really think about it in depth like we're gonna drive on a road to get to the city where we're staying and like I just that like that was the logistics of the situation and I was just thinking oh pretty beach like I'm just gonna see a pretty beach so I definitely experienced like major culture shock 
and I didn't realize it was culture shock at the time. I just thought I was nervous because like I, I get homesick. I don't like being out of my routine. I don't like being out of schedule, but this was a big challenge for me. This was this was my spontaneous activity for the month of May, gosh darn it. And, um, it was a really big challenge to even just get to Hawaii. So I knew, like I was preparing myself for the thought of like homesickness and, oh, like you want to go home, you want to go home. But I would say really just getting there was the only time that I had a slight thought, like the whole trip, like, oh, I should have stayed home, you know? And it, and it hit me the next morning that it was culture shock. And that's normal. I've never experienced something so drastically different. And what was drastically different was that it wasn't what I thought it was going to look like. I was preparing myself for what I saw in the movies, which there are parts of the island that look like that. Don't get me wrong. But majority of it, like we forget these tropical, beautiful places are places where people live. And the sad reality is that the homeless population in Hawaii is insanely large like it's huge like we were going on the interstate and it's funny because like the interstate of Hawaii is just an interstate in Hawaii because it's it's an island but anyways we were driving on the interstate and underneath these bridges I just see like crowds of homeless people like crowds like almost like a like a music festival outside sized crowd of just like a community of homeless people who literally were living out of these grocery carts and bags that they had. Like, it wasn't like they went out and, like, held out a sign and then went back to a homeless shelter that they had, in, like, near them. Like, no, like, they were living on the street with tents and bags and it, I was, I was just scared, if I'm being honest. And I hate saying that because I, I sound so privileged, you know, like, and I'm lucky, I'm so blessed and so lucky to be able to have parents who provide for me. And I'm also very lucky to where I don't live in an area where the homeless population is huge. Now, I'm not blind to the fact that there are issues all over this country, all over this world involving homelessness, but I ju- I just never experienced it to the measure of what I saw in Hawaii. Like, I go to New York a lot and there's lots of homeless people in New York, but it it was not to the amount, not even half the amount of what I saw, um, on the island, let alone just Waikiki itself, which is where we stayed. So that was just, and, and I think it's safe to say that everyone on the trip also could agree with that, that like we were all shocked with how many homeless people there were. Um, which is really sad because I want to go up to them and be like, are you, let's talk. How are you? Like, I, I want to love on you and give you everything, but you just can't like safety wise. You just, you just can't. Um, but lots of prayer. And I'm not just saying that, like there were lots, like every time I'd walk past a homeless person, eh, I don't want to say every time I don't want to sit here and say something that might not be true, but I would try to every time I walked by someone, um, who was homeless or, or appeared to be, um, living on a bench or, you know, wherever they were living, uh, I would pray, shoot up a little prayer to Jesus. So, um, you know, you never know where, where the prayers will be answered, when they will, uh, how they will, but God never, wait, how do I want to word this? God never doesn't hear, a pr- God always hears prayers. Yeah. He always hears prayers and he, and he responds to them. It just may not be in the way that you think and you may not listen for it, which is something that I've also come to terms with, especially on this trip. Um, because there was so many times where I would just be like sitting, sitting alone on the beach or just by myself. And I would just think, and then I would stop and I would be like, why am I, why am I sitting here thinking about things I can't control? Like I could be using this time to talk to God because there was a lot of time on the trip that I spent alone. So I'll kind of transition into that a little bit. So the next day I woke up just kind of like, oh my gosh, like, oh, why, why did I do this? Why did I do this? And then I was like, I'm going to go on a walk. I'm just going to go on a walk. Um, so I got up super early without an alarm because like the time change, it's six hours difference. It's six hours behind. So if it's 12 o'clock in Kentucky, it's 6 AM in Honolulu. And so, um, yeah, so I woke up at like five, went on a walk at like five 30 and the sun was just barely rising. So I was kind of scared. Um, but it was okay. Like I called my mom immediately and I just was walking around and the place where we're staying is super busy. Like when we got there the day before, it was so busy. Like think New York, but make it beach. 
like like busyness of New York with palm trees and a beach to the side. You know, it's like it's like city with a side of beach, basically. Um, it just wasn't at all what I was expecting. I was thinking like secluded beach area, nice, you know, calm, like aloha vibes, which there is that, but that on the island, but that wasn't where we were staying. And so that morning I got up, I called my mom and I was just like, I'm just, you know, like I, I think I'm having culture shock and I, I think it'll get better. Obviously I have to make it feel better. I'm here for a month, but it was, it's just a hard transition. And as I was talking to her, literally, I can't explain it because I prayed so much. I was just like, help, like help me feel comfortable. Like I, I know you have me here for a reason, Lord. Like I know I'm supposed to be here. Just it's uncomfortable right now. Um, but I allowed myself to feel that. That's the important thing. You have to allow yourself to feel feelings that you don't anticipate and, and that you may not want to feel. Uh, so yeah, that was something I had to come to terms with. So I was talking to my mom, walking on the street, and I just start looking around and I'm like, huh, like, that's a really pretty sunrise. And then it was like, oh mom, look at this really pretty view. And, and it's calmer in the mornings, which I love. Um, and I ended up walking around for like two hours. And by the end of that walk, I was like, I'm so happy to be here. Like, I don't know what it was. I talked to people the whole time. Like I, I called both my grandmas. I called my mom. I called my boyfriend. Like I just talked to everyone and I was just so happy to be there. Like, I can't explain it. Like it was this happiness that surpassed all understanding. And I always say like blank that surpasses all understanding because the only way you can experience that kind of feeling is with the Lord. And that was, that was what I needed. Like I knew that was sent from God to allow me to be able to fully invest into this trip. And from that moment on, I loved, I loved the place that I was in. So it was definitely culture shock for sure. And, um, but I would be lying if I said that I overcame it myself, um, because I didn't. And the Lord provides in ways that he can snap his fingers and work like that, or it can be kind of a slow little process. Um, so yeah, so lots of adventuring, lots of, of things. Uh, and then the, the last like Jesus, well, two Jesus moments that I'll point out before I get into like the actual activities that we did. I went on a walk every morning by myself and there were times during the day that I would go on walks by myself and just like call my people. I really wanted to make it a priority to talk to my parents every day or talk to someone on the mainland every day, talk to someone who I had like a close tie to every day, just to kind of just remind myself of my roots, um, make sure I'm, you know, when you're on island time, you can, it's easy to get closed off to the outside world, especially when you're in this tiny little group. And I wanted to just like stay true to myself and remember, you know, like don't get caught up in trying to be cool in front of new people or, you know, whatever, insert the area. But it was also just my time to just kind of be like, wow, I'm really here. Like I'm here. But I ended up spending a lot more alone time with myself than I thought that I was going to because we didn't have an excursion every day. Like there were periods of like three to four days where we didn't have anything planned with the group. And so it was like up to us to figure out what we wanted to do that day. And so there were some days I would just walk around and just like see, I mean, obviously like in a safe way, I, I wouldn't go like any back alleys or anything. Like I would stay seen, but I would just kind of walk and take it all in and just look. And it was, it gave me a lot of time to rest and a lot of time to think, which I realized I was deprived of at school. Um, and so coming back from that now, I've even noticed in the past week, like there are times where I'll, ju I'll just sit for like 30 to 45 minutes and just sit, uh, check my phone every once in a while, watch some TV, read a book, color. Like today I wanted to do chalk, like just, just stillness. I definitely have learned stillness because that's also part of the culture in Hawaii is just being still and realizing where you are and you know, that the, the island time, like, you know, like things aren't, you aren't running out of time. You know, I've, I always preach this, like God's not done until you're dead. So if you're, if you're not dead, he's not done with you. Um, so there's no reason to feel like we have this clock ticking down the time for a deadline of something that what we're going to like, like, for example, I tend to schedule out, like 
I need to practice my tap today. I need to practice my music today. I need to run today. I need to do this today and I need to do it all today and then tomorrow so that tomorrow I won't get behind because I need to do this tomorrow and this tomorrow and this tomorrow. Um, and I need to stay on the schedule because, oh, well then I didn't practice my piano yesterday so I'll have to practice my piano the next day and, you know, this, that, and the other. And it was just so used to like that super strict like, okay, then I'll give myself 15 minutes to rest. I'll give myself 10 minutes to rest. I'll fall asleep. Uh, you know, I'll take a nap here and allow myself 10 minutes on my phone, 30 minutes to sleep. I'll wake up, give myself 10 minutes to have a snack and then be out the door. I mean, it was like scheduled to a T and being in Hawaii made me look back on all those times and be like, like having a loose schedule for me is great. However, like, why am I so scheduled? What deadline am I reaching? Now, if you have like a deadline for work or something, yeah, pull out your calendar, schedule in times. But like, this was stuff to where I would, would, if and would have already by now burnt myself out if I would have kept going at the rate that I was. Like, okay, great. It's awesome that I'm practicing my singing. Yeah, I need to keep up with that and consistently practice, but not every day to a point to where I feel like if I don't get it in, I'm a failure. I mean, like, practice my singing because I want to pursue this as a lifestyle okay, great. If I want to pursue this as, as a lifestyle, I can't set myself an unrealistic schedule that's going to make me burn out or else it won't be a lasting lifestyle. And then I'm making that schedule an idol. I'm losing sight of why I do what I do. I'm not prioritizing the Lord first and then. I'm prioritizing this thing in my schedule with trying to fit in Bible time. Do y'all see the difference? Like, do you get the difference of that? So that was, that was something that I learned just with like stillness. I really, really took away stillness from this trip. Um, but it was, the hard thing was finding a church, especially because that is such a priority to me. And it was hard to find that because, um, it's not like it's not offered on the island, but it's not emphasized, I guess. Um, and the beautiful thing about Hawaii is that they are built on, like, their culture is so heavily focused on, like, uh, family bloodlines and ancestry. And, but with that comes a lot of, like, the legend of this, the legend of this. Um, and it was wonderful to get to learn about it and wonderful to learn about all the religions on the island. Like there were some days that we, like there was a day we went to like a Buddhist temple and you know, all these different things, all things that I can learn and take in and, um, appreciate, but I cannot follow. You know what I mean? Um, there are things that align with my faith and what I believe, and I will not, sacrifice or compromise those beliefs. Um, but that doesn't mean that I don't appreciate and can't learn, um, about what other people believe. And, you know, I can't sit here and just turn my nose up to the other beliefs, belief systems and other religions, um, that, you know, my friends believe or people on a strip believe because then I'm sinning, I'm judging, you know what I mean? Um, but I also can't support you know, I can't, oh, go, yeah, go, go, you know, do whatever. Because as Christians, we know the truth and our job is to spread that truth. Um, but in a loving way. And that's something that I really learned. I was trying to think of like a cooler word to say other than learned, but like, I guess learned is the only word I could use. But I was on a walk. So I was on a walk, um, like it was on a Sunday. It was the, oh yeah, duh. It was the first Sunday and I had watched online church at Crossland. I ended up just watching church at, on, at Crossland online every morning, every Sunday morning. And I was walking, talking to my mom and I was just like, oh, I just wish I could find like some kind of like church group or something like on the beach. Like I just, I just want to find something on the beach. Like, I just need a little worship music. Like, just something. And I literally, like, 10 minutes later, look over to my right on my walk, still on the phone with my mom, and it's, I'm like, Waikiki Gathering? What the heck? I look down, it's, like, worship starting at four. And it was right to the side of the beach. Little acoustic guitar, all these lawn chairs set up. College kids were running the booths. Like, I was like, no way. No way, God. Like, What? How crazy. So I'm like, mom, I gotta go. <laughs> so I sat and 
I by myself I just walked in pop popped squat in one of the lawn chairs and it was about an hour and a half of worship and a message and I did that every Sunday and it was great there was one Sunday that I missed because I went to the grocery store and then I forgot I'm not even gonna lie I just I forgot but then I was so mad because I remembered that I forgot and then I was mad but whatever it's fine um can't beat myself up can't beat myself up about it Jesus knows my heart he knows I didn't intentionally skip it but uh, it really helped me not skip it the rest of the Sundays but it was great and I just went and sat and listened to my Jesus music and it was when I felt really really connected and really grounded especially in a place where I am unfamiliar to but as the trip progressed I started feeling more and more like a, a local like I started feeling like oh yeah like I know these spots like I know this place like it, it was cool it was really awesome but yeah, those were some of the little learning curves. There's so many things, so many learning things that I could but uh, talk about. But those are the big ones. Just a lot of self-reflection and a lot of stillness that I'm going to take away. Um, and a lot of being in tune with being okay to think and being okay to be in my thoughts and not being scared of, if I'm alone, what am I going to think about? There were previous podcasts where I had brought to light that like, I don't, want to be still because then that leads me to think and I don't want to know what I think about you know like I don't want to be alone with my thoughts um but I think it's safe to say now that like the Lord has shown me that there's beauty in being able to hear yourself and listen to yourself because you're going to be with yourself forever and we need to start listening to ourselves like we listen to a friend we need to start listening to ourselves like we listen to a friend in need or a friend asking us for advice we need to be so in touch with ourselves in that way because um we are the vessel. We are created by God and we are the vessel that's going to go share. Um, and if you don't keep up with your vessel, if you don't keep up with your machine that is going uh, to process, to be able to provide um, or to be able to do a job, if you don't keep up with that, it's not going to work. Um, so be in touch with yourself and with how to be in touch with yourself is to start with being in the word, being in touch with the Lord. Um, that was my watch. It's four o'clock. Hi, four o'clock. Um, but yeah, anyways, I guess that's my sign to move on and stop being so deep and pull out my camera roll and talk through all of the, this is the do, do, do activity portion of the trip. Yeah. So let's just do a little scrolly, scrolly. Um, oh, so I got a lot of poke bowls. Those are really good. So for those of you that don't know, well, they say, I don't know if it's pokey or poke. I don't know, but it's great. That's what it is. It's raw fish. I know. Ew, whatever. If you like sushi, you're going to like it. Uh, raw fish, rice, and then like some kind of sauce. Uh, you can put vegetables on it. You can put whatever you want. My go-to was this little food truck half a mile from our hotel called Five Star Poke. It was amazing. I like literally so good. um I got salmon salmon's my favorite but when I crave tuna tuna hits you know what I'm saying like tuna is good um and then they put ginger this like ginger stuff on it I only ate the ginger one time because it's kind of spicy and I don't really like spicy stuff but they have sea glass noodles and they call it shoyu but it's soy sauce it's just shoyu is another word for it so I would get the cold ginger shoyu and ugh, it was just so good um so yeah that was probably my all-time favorite food and the fruit there also just on the food topic the fruit there like the smoothie bowls the smoothies the fresh fruit farmers markets like the freshest fruit you've ever had everything there is local everything there is fresh and uh grown that day or not grown that day like grown in grown in your auntie and uncle's backyard type beat um caught that day baked that day um they really really care about the food that they serve people and the freshness of it and where it comes from and it being near and uh you know it is just it's a beautiful beautiful thing for the eyes the belly and the soul um but yeah oh also instead of like saying mr and mrs you say auntie and uncle like, everyone's your auntie and everyone's your uncle, which I thought was cute. Side note, slight flex. I got mistaken for a local, like, five times. Like, people would be like, oh, are you from here? Oh, you live here. Oh. One time, someone asked if I was a personal trainer. I was like, dab. <laughs> Anyways, it was cool. Someone asked if I was a student. Like, maybe that's my sign. Maybe that is my sign that I just take the podcast 
to Hawaii and become a little Hawaii island girl. Um, okay, moving on. So the walks were great. The views are great. Um, we went to this place called Banan. Oh, it's just, well, the first day we just did a lot of food stuff. So that's why I'm just scrolling through my camera roll and just going as it pops up. Banan is this little banana soft serve place. So it's like soft serve ice cream consistency, but they make it all out of bananas. They make it out of like apple bananas is what they call them on the island, which is basically an apple banana is like a short banana it's like half the size of a large banana and then make it a little bit fatter a little bit drier and a little bit sweeter and softer just better just all around better but they had some exotic fruits there like um sour sop I think is what it's called I don't know they had guava guava was good I tried a guava berry just randomly on a hike which was like cool oh this little farmer's market so they we found a farmer's market on the first day which I would come to find that I visited maybe like 10 times throughout the whole trip. Um, and it's, I think it's just called Waikiki Farmer's Market. I don't know. It was like everything that like we went to over and over again was right at our hotel. Um, and yeah, so they would have like cut up, cut up watermelon, cut up mangoes, you know, things you can just buy randomly. And then they also had just like the full like mango and the full pineapple, the full... Uh, whatever. So I would get a bunch of stuff from there, which was cool. They had a lot of art, a lot of like carved wood and, and necklaces. And there was also a place called Duke's Market that had the same thing, but more like crafts and uh, like clothes and things like that. Um, it was really cool. But that's, that's how it is. Like everything's local in Hawaii. Everything's markets. It's not weird to buy something off the street. You know, like that's how things are done. Like it's not like if you would see like a random stand just in the middle of a main road and be like what the heck is that like at least that's how it would be in Bowling Green but like in Hawaii that's how things are done it's 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 really awesome and like it's like everything there is family over everything and what's mine is yours a lot of sharing and a lot of community which I think here on the mainland it is so not like that like everyone's in their own world and everyone has their own schedule and doesn't want to you know step on anyone's toes and doesn't want to you know like oh yeah that's yours and this is mine and you know I want to respect you because that's yours and you know in Hawaii it's like no nah, like we share everything everything is everybody's we love like it's a very very great community to be a part of and um it's, it's, it's awesome. And everything's just a little bit slower. You just breathe. You're a little more comfortable. It's really nice. Um, my favorite coffee place was Honolulu coffee. Beautiful. Loved that place. If you see my Instagram, my main Instagram, then you'd see, I basically went there like every single morning. And our favorite beach was Sunsuki beach, which was like, I guess half a mile in the other direction from our hotel. Uh, we would walk there and just set up a little towel, break our snorkels. It was great snorkeling. I snorkeled and I saw like three turtle, like sea turtles within an arm distance. One time I was snorkeling there and a, a shark, like a full blown shark, like half the size of my body swam under me. And I looked up at my friend Lauren and I was like, uh, there was a shark. Do we want to go back? And she looked at me and she was like, yes. And then we swam back. Um, but it was cool. And I really liked that. They have these things called ABC stores in Hawaii. Uh, and well, mainly in Waikiki, there's like, I think there's like 48 on the island of Oahu and like 26 of those are in Waikiki or something. But basically there's, uh, a, an ABC store, like every three or four stores on the Waikiki Strip and it, it has everything it's like all you know good fresh snacks like macadamia nuts and like little protein bars and uh, sushi like sushi rolls and it's like a bougie 7-eleven but like everything's Hawaii version and it's not like the ABC stores that just sell alcohol like they obviously had alcohol there but I don't know it was just like a convenience store like it was literally so convenient they had sunscreen they had clothes they had Every, but they're just like tiny like I don't even know how to explain it I probably went to an ABC store every single day and just got what I needed like be, I wish we had ABC stores here like it was great just look it up it's it's hard to explain but it's just like e just easy everything's just easy you just go get what you need like if you needed anything an ABC store probably had it it was awesome 
Um, then we just walked around the first day and just like found random places, lots of random beaches. Um, one day we hiked Diamond Head, which was beautiful. Uh, lots of hikes. I hiked Cocoa Head, a pillbox. Uh, I forgot what pillbox it was. It started with an E. If I try to pronounce it, I will not do very good. But uh, we hiked Cocoa Head, which is like 12 steps upward. Um, and Diamond Head, the, the views are just gorgeous. Like hike- the hiking was my all-time favorite part of like the whole trip like it was just awesome and thank goodness shout out to maddie duvall who if you are listening um maddie hi and if you know maddie duvall you know an angel sent from heaven above she's literally like amazing so she lives there um and she is a friend of mine from belmont and she was like hey you're going to uh like i live there i live on the island that you're going to long story short we became friends and we hung out like a couple, I would say a pretty good chunk of days there, um, in the, on the island. And she just drove us around and took us places and was such an amazing soul to just be with. And just, I learned so much from her. She's such an encouraging person. We were hiking Cocoa Head and just her words of encouragement are truly inspiring. And I don't want to say that for it to sound like cringy, like, ah, she's inspiring, like, live, laugh, love. But seriously, like she is such an amazing person to just look at and learn from and there were so many times where I would just look at my friends and learn from them and I don't even think they knew on this trip that they were teaching me things because I'm I wouldn't tell them I probably should tell them tell your friends they inspire you tell them what they inspire you for it's that's going to be my challenge that's my new challenge um a couple days we went to this place called the north shore which is basically if you're near the Nashville area it's basically 12 south but but make it Hawaii um any trendy it's kind of I hate saying trendy but it is kind of like a trendier spot where we went um with like cutesy little shops and stuff but the north shore area is just a little more green it's a little more slow a little more secluded um and that was my favorite spot because that's like more of what you think of in the movie type uh lifestyle really um a fun fact basically every place you went involving food or even like clothes sometimes would just sell pineapples like literally everywhere just sold local pineapples it was great um there was one night they had like a little festival with all these local like little tents set up and food trucks and there was a big dance party and you know I got up in the middle of it and did the worm like I was having a ball um one thing I will learn and this is for all of my girls out there who are known for having a flirty personality I, when I am in a relationship, I am faithful and I am in a relationship right now and I am faithful. However, just because you don't talk to people that are of the opposite gender does not mean that they will think that you are in a relationship. Does that, did I word that right? Basically, just be careful who you talk to because either gender can pick up on things and think maybe you're flirting with them and you're not. And that was some interesting, um, that was an interesting little moment that I had at the festival because, um, just a little fun. (gasps) That's my alert to not share the story on the podcast, but I'm going to share it anyways. My watch is just going crazy. Oh my gosh. There's another watch in here. Do y'all hear that? (gasps) Where's that coming from? Oh my gosh. I feel like Nancy Drew. I need to like search my, oh, stop interesting anyways I'm gonna keep going because like whatever um music festival so just little inside scoop sorry Peter if you're listening we Peter and I already talked about this but he also knows I share everything on the podcast and you guys are this is the inside scoop and if you've made it this far then you get to know the story I was at a little music festival with my friends we were all dancing it was the music festival I'm just talking about I was just talking about and this guy grabs my hands and starts dancing not like gross dancing but just like dancing like a little like swinging me around kind of like like how they would in the movies and if I wasn't in a relationship you know like whatever like it was it was innocent like it was fine it wasn't anything but not when you're in a relationship and I was freaking out and did not enjoy it and Uh, I tried pulling people in, but I also didn't want to, like, be rude to the guy in front of everyone and be like, ew, get off of me. You know, I wanted to be respectful, but I don't know. It was just 
it's just an interesting time but i say this to say right after it happened i texted peter oh peter peter oh my goodness look what just happened i have to tell you and not being like oh my gosh look at this boy but more of a fact of like hey i'm being open and honest with you and you're not gonna like hearing this but know that i'm gonna tell you this because I didn't do it. I didn't lead this guy to believe anything, but you need to know that this happened because we are open in this relationship and communication is everything. Um, because I would hate, number one, I would hate for him to find out some other way and then me have to ex- like quote unquote explain myself in the situation. But also just like, why hide, why hide things from your partner if you want it to work? Even if it's not really the most exciting thing to share and not even if you want to share it. I will say in my defense though, it was out of my control because I didn't, I didn't, um, lead this man to think anything. Anyways, that was, that was probably the only like down point of the whole trip was just like, ugh, why? But anyways, stuff happens and you talk about it and I'm lucky enough that I have a partner who is understanding and awesome and rocks hi peter you're so cool peter oh we went to the university of oahu um it's okay i don't know i my thought on the university is i think i'm just spoiled because belmont is like just like like it's just it's just gorgeous and the university of oahu is it's it's you know it's nice like it's a nice university it's not like ugly obviously like it's beautiful but I just don't think I would feel at home there, I guess, make makes sense. I don't know. It. I think you would enjoy going there for the stuff to do in Hawaii, like the surf and it's like the weather and the, and the lifestyle there. Um, but just like architecture wise, if that means anything to you, like it wasn't like, I, you know, it wasn't like, oh, wow, look at these this beautiful detailing and blah, 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 you know, but also like you're in Hawaii, like you've got better stuff to look at than brick. You know what I mean? Like beaches and seashells and you know, whatever. Um, (laughs) oh, scrolling down, we went to Iolani Palace. That was really cool. We went to a bunch of museums. Um, Pearl Harbor was just, Pearl Harbor was insane. I loved it. Um, we went to the zoo one day. That was really cool. I would highly recommend going to the zoo. It was actually really cool. If you're in Honolulu, go to the Honolulu Zoo. I really liked it. And it was, it's about like, if you take a long time, maybe like two and a half hours, we got it done in like an hour and a half. Um, bring sunscreen. There's not a lot of shade there. Uh, we went in a submarine. That was really cool. Uh, we were right next to a Dylan's candy bar, which was just fun to smell. I would just walk in there and just smell it. We went to Germ or not Germantown. We went to Chinatown. Um, that was cool. It was kind of rushed because it was an excursion and it was a scavenger hunt. So we wanted to like get things done really, really quickly because we wanted to win. And so it was, it was like more of like a rushed experience, but it was still pretty. Um, it was very different. It felt very different from the rest of the island. Just very you know, I felt like I was in China, kind of, like, it was really cool. Um, we went to the Disney Resort, that was cool. If you're thinking about going to the Disney Resort, here's my little review, if you're thinking about going, just know, like, you, it's, you're not going for Disney if you're gonna stay there, like, it's definitely, if you're, if you go there, you're gonna get a really nice beach, a really pretty view, a really pretty resort, but you're, at least from what I experienced when I walked around, it's not a lot of, like, Disney vibe things. You know, like, at the resorts and the parks, like, in Florida, it's, you know, it's, it's like, hotels, and then you go to the park, and that's where you get your Disney experience. It's kind of the same, but without the park to go to, so it's, like, you're kind of at a resort, and there's Mickey Mouse there to take a picture with, and then you just go back to the beach, um, and they have, like, Disney snacks and stuff. So that's my little two cents for you guys. Um, I got crashed by a wave, hardcore, like head hit the sand, pants came off, sand in my top and my bottom. My braids that were like super tight on my head were down by my ears. 
and I, my neck was so sore the day after. Like, the waves in Hawaii are intense. Um, and I got wrecked twice by one. It was just so intense. It was crazy. But luckily, I had little Maddie Duval to help save me. Um, and then we went, hiked. I'm just trying to, oh, we went to go see Waitress. That was really cool. Um, it was the first state in the U.S. to do Waitress at Diamond Head Theater in Honolulu, Hawaii beautiful beautiful production like the best community theater I've ever seen in my life it was amazing like it was it was awesome and it's waitress which like is my favorite musical but anyways uh that was that was awesome uh we chilled at the pool a lot we went to a really nice dinner uh I met Miss Hawaii that was cool like the Miss USA competition or I don't know if it's the Miss USA track or if it's the Miss America track but either one I met Miss Hawaii. She was like stunning. She was just beautiful. Um, we were right next to a Domino's fun fact. So I would get a lot of pizza because pizza is my favorite food. And I made a lot of friends, made a lot of memories. And then the first thing I did when I came home was I got crumble cookies because I was craving crumble the entire trip, which is kind of weird for me because I don't usually crave cookies. I crave ice cream, but I wanted cookies. Um, but yeah, and that was my trip and that's where we went. Um, oh, I also went to the Polynesian Culture Center. That was really, really cool. And that's where I talked to a lot of Mormons because the um, Polynesian Culture Center is like a lot of people. So, okay, backtrack. The school there, I forgot. I forgot what the name of the university is, but it's a university near the Polynesian Culture Center. And Mormons will get either sent to Hawaii on mission or like they'll go to the school and their mission work is to work at the Polynesian Culture Center. Um, and I'm, I, I don't want to like say thing. This is everything that I was told. Um, so if I'm mistaking my information, this is just what I'm remembering. Don't like, you can fact check me. It's probably wrong, but, um, I do know that the Polynesian culture center has ties with the Mormon faith and belief system. Um, but it was really cool to get to sit and like talk with these people, like, making crafts in Tahiti or Samoa or whatever country I was in, um, which is the Polynesian Culture Center, by the way, is basically like Epcot. Like they have a bunch of different country, like Polynesian countries. And then you go to that place and you learn about the culture, learn about the food. Uh, they do like a show and it's, it's really awesome. It's really, really cool. It's a great experience. Um, but yeah, I would just talk to a bunch of the people. Everyone there was so friendly and I met this lady and she was telling me how she was here on mission and it was just really cool to get insight on, you know, people that lived there and, um, were there serving and it was, it was awesome. I got to meet a lot more people than I thought I was going to meet, like a lot more people that, uh, lived there or were living there or had moved there, um, and got like their insight on life and just how things worked and it was really cool. Everyone's really friendly. That was my main concern because I heard so many stories and I'm sure there are you know, more areas where, um, you know, we, we didn't venture off to where they, like, the locals don't really want tourists going for good reason. Like, I mean, I wouldn't want people stepping all over my land either. Um, but especially because it's such a beautiful place. Um, but for like, I never met anyone who didn't genuinely want to teach me about their culture and didn't genuinely want me to learn about the place that they lived and share with me. Like, everyone was so open to, oh, you want to learn about this? Yeah. Like, let's do this. Oh, you, you want to try some of this? Like, yeah, sure. Like just offering constant love and, and, uh, being so open to telling me things that I didn't know. And I think that's the key is like realizing, like, you know, just letting someone know, Hey, I don't know everything, but I want to learn. And, when people are open to that, it just creates such a bond because it's kind of vulnerable for someone to kind of break down their walls. And, you know, we're taught in this culture to have pride and to be taught to quote unquote, know everything. Um, but going to a place where I didn't know really anything, uh, except from what I had heard and what I'd seen on the movies, just totally shift, like everything shifted from what I thought I knew to what I genuinely learned, which is great because it kind of just goes to show me like dang I really need to stop just you know pre pre-thinking I guess 
Um, there's so much more that if we just take the time to learn about it, we'll get to know the, the true meaning behind, you know, what it is that we're, we're wanting to learn. And, uh, yeah, with that comes grace and with that comes honesty and truthfulness and, and an open heart. And we can learn all these traits from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ circling back around those Christian core values. Um, you can really, like, it's kind of hard to think like, oh, how am I going to sit and eat a smoothie bowl and praise Jesus while I sit and eat this smoothie bowl? Or how am I going to go to the farmer's market and try to bargain with these people and pay less? Um, like, how am I going to glorify Jesus in that way? But you never know, like, if you set your intentions with the Lord first, if you set your day with reading the Bible first, if you pray before your meals, like you never know what can come of that. You never know if sitting and eating a smoothie bowl in solitude, you know, talk to the Lord while you're eating your smoothie bowl or, you know, bargaining with whoever to try to pay less for a mango. Um, I don't know. Once, once you make your purchase, ask them how their day is, be hospitable. Um, you know, maybe even be bold. Hey, do you know Jesus? You know, I mean, it's crazy, but it's not impossible and it's not impractical and it's pretty dang bold. And as Christian, as Christians and as a Christian myself, I want to learn to be more bold. So I've learned stillness and now for the rest of the summer, my challenge to myself is to be bold um, and continue to be spontaneous because that was my word for this year. And I think I'm really proud of myself for how far I've come and I'm really proud of myself for being able to say that I'm proud of myself and I'm there's been lots of ups and downs but this Hawaii trip was kind of like the the goal to work towards just in my health and my mindset and um it was kind of pushing me to be spontaneous and to get out of my shell and now that I've come around on the other side and learned so much and uh relied on the Lord through it all it's it's shown me like, why do I ever go through seasons where I don't rely on the Lord? Like he provides and he's good. And even if things don't, don't go the way that we plan, they go the way that he plans and they go the way that they should because it's in his plan. Um, we well, just got to trust it. So for the rest of the summer, that's what I'm doing. And then when I go back to school, lots of exciting things coming. Um, and I can't wait to share more about the exciting upcoming things to come, but I've been talking your ear off for almost an hour now. So I think it's time for me to say goodbye or aloha. I love you all so much. Thank you so much for, I hope, welcoming me back. I mean, I can't really put words in your mouth, but I can't hear you. So I'm just going to pretend like you're welcoming me back right now, even if you're not. Um, but I'm so glad that we got to sit. You got to hear a little bit about Hawaii, a little bit about my experiences. And I love you all. Jesus loves you. And that's life.